All right, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to a little three-man weave. Um, we're getting right into it this week with a little start sit. Um, so my start sit of this week, uh, the start's going to be Devon A-Chain. Uh, Devon A-Chain, I mean, we saw him before injury. I think he had, what, 29, 51, then 23. Uh, yeah. Obviously, and, and that was with, I was looking at it today, and he only had like 11, 10, like not crazy carries at, at all, and, and not even crazy receptions. It's just like he's such an explosive player that he's ripping off like 50-yard touchdown runs and, mm-hmm. and whatnot. But, you know, I am a little tentative about starting a running back coming off injury, um, but I do think most of the time when a when a, any player comes off injury, um, usually when they come off injury and they had a bye week previous, I feel like they do better than just coming off a regular, you know, like they had a game before that week. So I do like that. And they are playing Las Vegas, and Las Vegas has a terrible run defense. Just some quick stats. Um, their opponents, Las Vegas opponents' yards per rush is 4.6. That's rated number 28th or 28th worst in the league. Um, and their rush yards per game, opponents' rush yards per game, I should say, is 135.6. That's ranked 29th worst in the league. And they do give up uh, one touchdown to uh, rushing play each game. So those are my thoughts on Div- Div- uh, Divine HN this week. And I'm saying go ahead and start them. Real quick on Devon, what do you think is going to happen to the Miami backfield? I think one takes over. Do you think it's just both? I think it's kind of. It, I think it's. I think it's going to be fifty-fifty, yeah, and I don't think that's going to be a huge hurt. problem. Um, I mean, again, like usually, dual threat or two-headed backfields are usually a problem. But I think Moster and Achan are kind of like the same back. They're really fast yeah. backs. They're really elusive. None of them are really like. I mean, Moster might be a little bigger than Achan, but I think. It doesn't really matter uh, when they're getting down to the goal line. So for that reason, and again, just the explosiveness of both backs. And, like, I mean, you saw it, 29, 51, 23. I, you, it's hard to bet against that. And I, I do I do understand the uh, worry about coming off injury. But, I mean, maybe you start him this week and he gets 10 to 12 points. But I think uh, as long as he stays healthy, then I think he can uh, provide a, a nice spark to whoever has him in their league. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's me. So hopefully he can give me some offense uh, coming back this week. Um, my start of the week, I'm going to go ahead and say start DK Metcalf. Um, in my opinion, I mean, he's in my, like Lockett's been like the wide receiver one in Seattle most of the season, um, but Metcalf was also dealing with injuries for a few weeks, um, and he just had a second-highest fantasy game of the week. Um, his target share jumped from 4 to 12 in one week. Um, so Seattle... They're trying to get him the ball a little bit more, you can tell. Um, they still have a very pass-heavy offense. Um, this is his second game going against the Rams. And, I mean, the Rams came out They came out pretty good this season to start the season strong. Um, but they've just, like, been on decline since. They're 3-6. and six. I mean, you could attribute that to some of their offense, but, like, their defense just hasn't looked as great either. Um, I mean, some of, their, some of the points they've allowed to wide receivers this week or this season, um, they allowed 22 to Debo, 28 to Jamar, 21 to A.J. Brown. Um, and 43 to CeeDee Lamb. DK, I mean, he still has a large target share. Um, I think they're going to try and go back to him this season, or this week. Uh, and he hasn't been touchdown dependent either. I mean, he dropped, I think it was like 17 points last week, and that was without a touchdown. Um, so you could definitely see, again, probably like a, uh, at least A-plus targets, probably like six or seven receptions, maybe a touchdown hopefully. Um, but I, th- I think he's a good start this week. 
Yeah, I feel that. I feel like him and Lockett, it's just who gets the touchdown. Yeah, Lockett that's true. Lockett had 23 or 28, something like that. In 20, mm-hmm. But he got the touchdown. Yeah. If Mycap gets a touchdown, then that's that's the this flip. Exactly. And Mike JSN Metcalf. really hasn't been like a, that much of a threat yet. No, yeah, he's I emerging, think, but I think, more, I think he I think still needs more, like, a little long-term. time. Yeah. yeah. I think he's going to kind of take over what – I mean, him and Lockett seem like pretty pretty Very similar, similar receivers. Yeah. They're yeah. both really good slot options, and, I mean, Lockett's still that guy right now um, just because he's been in that offense, and, you know, mm-hmm. he's, a, he's a good player. But I think JSN definitely has the talent to emerge, and I think we'll see that at the end of the season and definitely next year. Mm-hmm. My start this week, I've got Tony Pollard. He's been so wow. bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's been, been so terrible. bad. I told you to sit him, I think, two weeks ago. And it worked out. He got six points. But the Cowboys keep blowing teams out, and they can't throw the ball the whole time. It's just, like, it's not sustainable. They... They beat the Giants forty nine to ten, and yeah. Pollard doesn't get in the end zone. Like, yeah. how is that possible? Yeah, that's crazy. How is that possible? Seven touchdowns. And like Rico Dowdle gets a touchdown, but it wasn't garbage time. So those who worried about Rico Dowdle, I would not worry about him. They're playing Carolina, the thirty first best defense against running backs, and I just think he has to find the end zone. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. it's been posted everywhere that he hasn't had a touchdown since week one, and it's I feel crazy. like the Cowboys at this point they see that. Like, I think yeah. they at this point finally like know like, oh yeah. Tony Pollard doesn't have a touchdown. I think they'll finally give him a goal line carry. Yeah. Like, it's just ridiculous. They throw the ball. I mean, he got a time. goal line carry last week. He just he was like half a yard short. Exactly. Yeah, he? I so, he did have a few last week. I think he's, he just I think he's getting unlucky. And I mean, they should. They're 10 and a half points. Yeah. 10 and a half point favorites against Carolina. Yeah. They should blow them out. Yeah, Get up and early and just pound the rock, exactly, hopefully. Exactly, exactly. And uh, I'm not sure why they don't. I mean, it works out for him. They throw the ball. Dak's been amazing. Mm-hmm. But I think Tony Pollard, I'll, I mean... Hard to say a lock to get in the end zone at this yeah. point, but I feel like he's got to get in the end zone eventually. Yeah, he's due. And I think this week it's a 16-17 point outing for uh, Tony Pollard. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I just I, I want to ask you, do you think, I mean, obviously the Cowboys are going to make the playoffs. Um, do you think this is a bit of, like, load management for Pollard? Do you think maybe they're saving his legs? Maybe he's dealing with something that we don't know about? Like, I mean, Because it just doesn't make sense. Like, they're not have, using like, him, and he's such a he was such a fe- featured back in that offense last year, and it's just like, where is he? Yeah, no, I mean, I just feel like, I think his receiving work has been just completely down the drain. I think that's, that's true. the reason for his downfall. Because really. him and Zeke were like a two-headed snake last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like Dak's just loading it up. Like, I feel like we haven't seen that from Dak, like, ever, really. Mm-hmm. Like, consistently mm-hmm. throwing the ball, like, yeah. down the field a lot. Like, exactly. CeeDee Lamb is, like, a top-five wide receiver now. Yeah, Because yeah. he just targets He's him all the time. And I feel like it's got to come back to the mean where Pollard gets at least some targets. Yeah. Like, and I think he's averaged, like, one or two a game, which is mm-hmm. ridiculous. And I think he's more of the four or five range. I think he comes back to that low end every one, high end every two area this week. Yeah. All right. I like that. Um, moving into our sits, this one, last week, terrible game. This week, going to have another bad game. That's Derrick Henry. Um, Ooh, wow. <laughs> I don't like <laughs> Derrick Henry. I think I've said that, said that on this pod before. But um, I got some reasons for that, obviously. Um, so they're playing the Jags this this week and the Jacks have a pretty serviceable run D it's nothing special but they they give up about 86.4 rush yards per game and about 70 17 points to opposing backs um we and and that's that's all the backs so that's like you know if like what we're talking about with the two-headed backfield that's like two three maybe backs combined but um we know Tennessee likes to play Tajay Spears as well. Um, he's been out snapping him some games. He they seem to like him for whatever reason. And I think with this emergence uh, of Will Levis, I mean, you could just watch the Titans play for the past three weeks. Interestingly enough, Levis passed the ball twenty nine times in his first game. So I mean, first game, and they got up big in that game, right? Or uh, I think that so. was the game he threw four TDs. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. 
I don't know what the final score was, but anyway, the second two games throws the ball 39 times each. That's a lot of passes. Um, obviously, if you've watched any of the games, I think Levis has an amazing arm. He looks really good so far. I think yeah. he's going to be a good quarterback to come. Um, and I just don't expect Henry to have a bounce-back game uh, just for that reason. I think Levis is going to continue to throw the ball down the field, um, especially against the Jags. They give up 266 passing yards per game. That's that's uh, pretty, pretty bad as far as it it goes for passing yards allowed each game. And I, I think you can expect Henry to go for under 15 carries, no scores, and maybe two receptions. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying sit Derrick Henry, and, uh, yeah, that's my sit. Do you think as the Titans maybe get uh, more and more out of the playoff picture, they're more of just like, oh, let's just get Levis experience. Right, that's the thing, too. it up and not really pounding the rock with Derrick Henry. Right. I think, I think the Titans made a huge mistake. I think they should have dealt Henry at the I trade agree. deadline. I, I mean, obviously, like, I'm just a 20-year-old kid, and I really have no idea what the Titans are doing. But if it was me, I would have traded Henry because I feel like you could have got like at least a second-round pick. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think he's worth second-round pick. Depends um, on the team, so. obviously. Yeah, yeah, but, I mean, look, if you traded Derrick Henry to, I don't know, Ravens. Uh, Ravens. Imagine, him on, Imagine Ravens. him on the Ravens. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Imagine him instead of Gus Edwards. And Gus Edwards has been doing great. I mean, he's a great goal line back. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, I just, I mean, obviously no one's, no. this is not an indictment on Henry's talent. It's just, you know. Play your young quarterback, try to let him emerge and get him some more reps, and that's obviously going to lead to less runs. So, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Um, so my sit of the week, I'm going to go ahead and say sit DeAndre Swift. Um, he's coming off his worst game of the season against Dallas. And, like, the thing that kind of raised a bit of a red flag for me, I mean, Dallas, again, whatever, they have one of the best run defenses, but, like, KC isn't, like, they don't have a bad run defense either. I mean, they like allowed only 6.2 to ETN, 9.9 to Brees Hall, and 5.6 to Austin Eckler. So, again, like, these are some big-name running backs that have been held under 10 points um, against the uh, Chiefs' defense. Um, and the other thing, too, like that kind of concerned me about Dallas was it's not like his – oh, he scored 9.4 points, for those that didn't know, but, like, it's not like his carries were down. It's not like he went from, like, 20 to, like, 12 carries. Like, he still had 18 carries for only 43 yards. And, I mean, his like his snap count's been the same. It was just, like, the defense, and, like, he just couldn't get it going. And I feel like against another good run defense like the Chiefs, he might not be able to get it going early. And the thing with the Chiefs is, too, is, like, if they get out to an early lead, you know, they go up 10 nothing somehow, um, the Eagles are going to have to pass the ball to get back in it. Like, and they are pass-heavy offense. I mean, they do like to run the RPO, obviously. But I think overall they're pass-heavy offense with A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. Um but for the most part, I think, like, I, I could t- definitely see him scoring under 10 again. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think just to sit DeAndre Swift this week. That's fair. As a Swift owner, definitely worried about uh, the Chiefs getting up. Yeah. I feel like there's right. no chance. Exactly. It's I mean, a good game if they get up. And, like, he has some receiving upside, but, like. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. He gets targets, but, I mean, nothing that jumps off the table. No, but, and it's just, like, I think, honestly, Swift is very dependent on either you're going to know if it's a Swift game in the first quarter because he's going to be. Just like we, you know, you see it. He gets off to an early start. He's running through holes like mm-hmm. nobody's business, just getting chunk play after chunk play. But if that doesn't really start, especially like what you're saying, we know the Chiefs can throw the ball with anybody and get down the field in a yeah. second. So I think I, I really like that point. Um, I don't know if I would sit him, but I, I do. I do like your reasoning, and I, I just think he's he could either be good or he could be okay. bad. Yeah, I feel like it's similar to Derrick Henry. Like if you have him, you're not actually gonna sit him. Right. Yeah. I mean, 
like last week could be a dud game. I mean, I wouldn't, but like that's the thing. Like a good fantasy owner would not have Derrick Henry, let alone draft him in the first round. (laughs) 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 All right, get into my sit. I've got the other running back in this uh, Chiefs Eagles game. I've got Isaiah Pacheco, Mm -hmm. like 18 on the season, playing the number one defense against running backs this season. And it's pretty simple. If the Chiefs get down early, then there's just no chance he gets volume. Like, yep. if the Chiefs get, if the, let's say the flip side, Chiefs get down 10 nothing, does he get 15 carries? I don't think so. I don't think that's nah. even possible. And I feel like the the media narrative is going to have be a Mahomes and Hurts game, and I think that's what's going to happen. I think they're both going to go back and forth, back right. and forth. And even there's a lot of points scored, I think he's completely reliant on a goal line touchdown. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's a guarantee that he gets in against mm-hmm. this great defense. And yeah, I think Isaiah Pacheco, maybe 10 points, but the volume, it's a very fluky game for him if he yeah. gets a lot of points. I don't think he gets a lot of carries. And Yeah, I, I like that point. I don't think we'll see um, him, because he had a great game against the Eagles in the Super Bowl, right? I think he got in for he a score at least. Yeah. I thought he was making a couple plays. I mean, he obviously he did have some big runs. He's a good yeah. back, but I, I do like what Dot's saying. I, I'm not buying anything he's selling this week, especially especially against the Eagles' defense. Yeah, it's tough to start. Yeah, that's fair. Um, all right, with that, we're gonna get into a little more storylines in the NFL. We're gonna just glaze over the um, Broncos right now because what what is up with them? The hottest team. I mean, the I mean, they beat the team. they beat KC and then they beat. Uh, the Bills, and I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to think about the Bills right I now. Think the but Buffalo is a disaster for some reason. Yeah, it is a disaster. I mean, I feel like with Buffalo, they fired the wrong guy. Like I don't yeah. think it's Ken Dorsey's fault. I mean, yeah. you guys think? Let's say they don't have twelve men on the field. Does Ken Dorsey get fired? Mm. Like if they miss the field goal? <laughs> no, I don't think he gets. Not. I don't think he gets fired. Yeah, I don't, it's, I don't it's think on, so either. It's on Sean McDermott. I, yeah. I don't think he's a good coach. And I, mean, I also, yeah. I also think. Well, did the Bills even have like a timeout at the end of the game there? Uh, no, they so they spent no, two they, timeouts. Yeah, they didn't. They, they didn't. They spent okay. two timeouts. I was like, scramble drill. Usually, players kind of just like coaches will just like kind of ice the kicker. And I was just like, what if they did that? I mean, it's a huge what I if. I mean, like, you would assume so. You'd if assume they had, if they take two kneeling you call two timeouts. Your field goal unit is ready or already on the yeah. field. They're yeah, yeah, that, that was What's terrible. Um, I also don't think Josh Allen gets enough like heat. Yeah. Obviously, oh, yeah. like he's a really talented guy. He's a really talented quarterback. Um, but. How many picks he threw? Two picks. I think he leads the league in interceptions. He must interceptions and leads the league in touchdowns. That's crazy. That's like Jameis Winston. And Jameis Winston was hated for it. And for some reason, Josh Allen's getting all this love. He's glorified Jameis. And also, he had a really bad fumble. uh, Oh yeah, last last or two nights ago. Uh, He was handing the ball off to James Cook, and he just kind of dropped it. So I mean, I don't know what it is. Maybe he like kind of sees the writing on the wall. Like the Bills aren't that good. They're kind of like losing the hype. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe because obviously he has faced adversity. Like the first year in the league, he he was not that great, was he? Even his second before he got digs. Dable. It's Dable. Dable Dable was what made him made Josh Allen like the really good player. And the further he gets away, the more the mistakes happen. Yeah, that is true. The more because his best season. When they almost beat the Chiefs in that overtime game was with Dable, with Dable. There, yeah. and then since then, I mean, since then, more it just hasn't been the same. Yeah. But getting back to the Broncos here, yeah. do you do you think they can make the playoffs? No, no. I mean, at five and four, right? Broncos uh, four and four five. five. Probably I mean, not, right? I don't think their schedule is hard. No, I, I actually got it down right here. So they got the Vikings. I think they can beat the Vikings. I think they can beat the Vikings. They then can. they go to the Browns. I don't think they're beating the Browns. Well, the, the Vikings Browns. are hot right now. That's I the mean, thing. the Browns. So are the Broncos. Deshaun. Deshaun That's true. For the year. So that could be a win. But I mean, again, I those are, those can go either way. And this, yeah. Yeah, let's say that's best case scenario. So that's they beat the Vikings. They're five and five. They beat the Browns. They're six and fives. Did do we see them beating the Texans? 
I don't I don't I know. I don't think so. so I mean, that defense has improved, that, but no, yeah, I don't, I don't think know. So. Do we see them beating the Chargers? I think they could beat yeah, the, Chargers. the Chargers. I don't think they could beat the Lions. No. no so no there's way. then they'd be five hundred or they'd be one game under five hundred. They play the Pats. They can beat the yes, Pats. Yeah, Anybody can beat the, can Pats. beat the Pats. They play the Chargers again, and then they play the Raiders. So they could end up with close like to ten wins. But games. yeah, and it I think is. the spreads in those games, none of them will be more than four yeah. in all of those games. Yeah. So I mean, they could, but I don't believe in Sean Payton as a coach personally. Do you believe in? Uh, do you think Russell Wilson's good again though? Oh yeah, he's fine. Yeah, he's, not, he's not the he's not the problem. I mean, I did you he see he that that throw? I think oh, he's yeah. back. He's back. He he looks good. Crazy. I mean, at the same time, you have to understand he's been in Denver or he was in Seattle. For like nine years, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you're adjusting to like kind of like a whole new life. Yeah, it's gonna take time. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. might take that's a true. year to adjust, but like, I mean, that's might not be like the biggest excuse, but like maybe he's a little more comfortable playing in Denver, like yeah. a high altitude city, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But I, that could play a little role into it. I mean, yeah. not every athlete comes over and plays spectacular after a trade, and then it might just take them a year to get going again. Right. Um, I think he has found what he had in Seattle. Um, yeah. He's just not getting the recognition of it because of what he looked like last year. Right. Yeah. And he was, like, on the verge of being benched last year. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he was terrible last year. Like, absolutely terrible. And I mean, but attribute the Bron- that to the hack it a little bit. Yeah, you can. Year. And yeah. also, like, it's not like the Broncos have anything. Like, I mean, yeah, they have some good pieces. I mean, Judy's solid. Mm-hmm. Cortland Sutton's solid. solid. Yeah. Javante, Javante Williams, Williams is a good back. Yeah. I mean, they got some depth, but I think they have Sertan, a they have a pretty... But other than that, on their defense, is not looking yeah, good. Yeah, I don't, I don't like their defense. Yeah, no. So I think, I think if the Broncos can upgrade their defense and Sean Payton can kind of, you know, have another year to acclimate yeah. to Denver, kind mm-hmm. of just like Russell Wilson, I think, yeah. I think Denver could be a problem. Except their division is just so tough, you know? Well, well like, that's not even the true, Chiefs. though. The Chiefs... The and Chargers then, are a dumpster fire. Charge unless they get a new coach. I'd yeah, say yeah, the Raiders. Well, I think I think Staley will be gone after this season. Yeah, I, I agree. I think Pierce is a good coach. I think he's good. Vegas, like they're starting Aiden O'Connell. That's the thing with the Chargers. Oh, yeah, they'll though. find a new. Yeah, Vegas is yeah. the bottom of the barrel. But I think the Chargers are weird, right? Because they have yeah. all the talent in the world, but they yeah. seem like they just can't perform. And then Caitlin Kansas games. City is Kansas City. Yeah, yeah I mean, so, they'll, they'll always control that yeah. division. I mean, I feel like we talked about on this podcast that the Broncos had, like, the worst cap situation of all time with, uh-huh. the, yeah, we did. with the Russ contract kicking in this year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, I feel like that's a lot better now because Russ, he, it just isn't that bad anymore. No, no he's, he's not. improved he, a lot. Yeah, definitely. The defense is the issue. And, I mean, they'll want to The defense looked really good, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like, last night or two nights ago, sorry. Uh, and even against really Kansas City. Yeah, against yeah. Kansas City, held them to nine points. Yeah, yeah something like points. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But especially how like Pat Mahomes have been like known for essentially like owning the Broncos. He hadn't he hadn't lost a, a division game on the road. He had been, oh. like fifteen and zero on the road. Yeah, crazy yeah. yeah. And I mean, just to like kind of like stop that streak and kind of shut him down a little bit is pretty surprising too. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. shows yeah. a lot of grit from the team. All right, uh, moving on from the Broncos, this is what this is what we're all excited. The main event of uh, today's pod is C.J. Stroud. Can he win the MVP? Dot. What do you think? Absolutely. Wow. All can. right. Mm-hmm. C.J. Stroud, right now. Kev, you right there with him. I'm with him. Second yeah. in passing yards yep. per game. Okay. He's got so like it's the the touchdown leaders are a little tough because everyone has like a bunch of people tied. Right. So he's four less TDs than Allen, who's the leader with nineteen. So he's mm-hmm. fifteen. Uh, I, he's, I looked at that and I just saw he ranked nine, but I did not know he was like. Only but yeah, four there's a bunch less. of ties. There's yeah. two with nineteen, like four with seventeen, uh-huh. and a bunch with. He's 15. at fifteen, I think. So yeah, fifteen. Yeah. That's the so you four less from the top. Uh, they're seventh in the AFC, the Texans, and right now my main question is who who's your MVP right now that isn't Stroud? Is Hurts. it Lamar who has 
I don't know about 2,000, 2,658 passing plus rushing yards, which is 50 more than just Stroud's passing yards. Yeah. He's 19th in passing TDs and 11th in rushing TDs. So and in the beginning of the season, like, Lamar was the favorite. His yeah. rushing work was really good, but now it's dwindled. Like, Gus is third in rushing TDs. Mm-hmm. And their winning is not because of Lamar. It's because of the defense and it's because of the run game. I mean, I wouldn't say it's not. I mean, Lamar has been doing a great job. I mean, he's doing what he has to do and, like, he's a good quarterback, but... I do. I don't think he's going to be MVP. I think to he your point. I think he should be. I think Stroud, looking at the odds right now, I think he should be top three. I agree. I think you could put him at four. I think you could put an art. I think Mahomes and Hurts should be one and two. Well, hold on, real quick. Going okay. back to Mahomes. So is it is it Mahomes who's below Stroud in yards and has two more TDs than him? And better team. Better, absolutely better team. That's my yeah. point. And you, everyone talks about Mahomes' weapons being so bad. Who knew who Nico Collins, Tank Dell, and Noah Brown yeah, were that's before true. this season? Tank Dell. I mean, Nico Collins. Nobody. But I mean, Nico Collins wasn't drafted in fantasy drafts no. as the wide receiver one in the, mm-hmm. the Texans' offense. That's fair. And he's got and Mahomes has Kelsey. He's still like one of the greatest tight ends of all time. So mm-hmm. I feel like you can't see Mahomes' weapon and be like, oh no, they're way worse than Stroud. That's they're, true. They're just not. They're yeah. not. And I mean, the next one, I get Tua. Third in yards and first in TDs. Tua can't uh, beat the good team. So. The statistic there you we go. Don't have to, we don't have to waste time on Tua. <laughs> exactly. I think, second best weapon I think he's lead. third or fourth. Exactly. I think, I, in my opinion, I think it's going to come down to Jalen Hurts or Mahomes. The reason I can't – I mean, look, C.J. Stroud has been amazing this season. A great rookie season to start. Yeah. I think he's going to continue that. I think he's going to end the year. I think he's a lock for rookie of the oh, year. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Um, Let's go I just, the odds on that are. I, I was kind of looking at... Um, like I was looking at some, some articles, and can you tell me the only, there's only been one rookie MVP in NFL history? You take a guess who that was. I don't even know. I don't, I don't think Before, it was a quarterback. It was, no, it wasn't a quarterback. Running back. Not no. Lawrence Taylor. Oh, my God. It's not... I'm trying to think about. I don't even know. It's Jim Brown, 1957. Wow. So, I mean, obviously, I'm not going to pretend like I knew what the NFL was like back then, but we do know now that the MVP award is a quarterback, quarterback. award. Yeah. Um, but I mean, no rookie has won it since 1957. That's a little crazy to me. Mm-hmm. And then I think it comes down to if uh, C.J. Stroud can break the record for most passing yards in a season, mm. which is 5,477 yards held by Peyton Manning. Stroud has 2,600, 2,600, 26 yards. Um, you think he's got to break the passing yards record? I think, I'm saying I think he has to, or he has to. Uh, he, have one of the greatest, he needs to have one of the greatest seasons I know, that's why I'm saying. That's why I don't think he can... Oh, I don't think that's... Oh, I don't think he has to I, I'm saying that. he, yeah, he either has to break that record, or he has to uh, finish... The one seed in the AFC, and I don't think oh, that's going to happen. I disagree. I think I think it's I think the, the this year is, will be all about like what is the award? The award is the most valuable player. Mm-hmm. He is by far the most valuable player on his team. I he, think, he's on a cursed franchise. When was the last time the Texans were this I, good? Deshaun Watson. He's going to break yeah. every. He's going to break Watson. every single. I mean, yeah, but they're like Deshaun Watson never was like this good. Yeah, he I mean, he's yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Yeah, Stop. dude, he was what are you talking five, about? He was a top five quarterback at the time. Oh. I mean, as, as a rookie, though, as a rookie, no, no we're not rookie, saying a rookie, but you're, you're saying when the Stratton, Texans were he good. He needs to put up like 220 yards a game to break the rookie record. He's going to shatter the. Yeah, rookie he's going to shatter the rookie record, but it's just it comes down to he's probably the best rookie quarterback of all time, without a doubt. He could, he could, and if he if he breaks yeah, the record, then he'll too end early as that. For that. 
I mean, who else? You got you got you got to take it out Luck. You got to take it out Marino. Had a, and, well, Marino only had half a season, but yeah. Luck and Kim Newton. I mean, Kim Newton was fantastic as a cute as a rookie. I don't know, but, but I, I don't I, know. I think it's all about the story with this MVP and the story of saving the Texans. But he, I think he has to make playoffs. I think that's like yeah. Be a great yeah, yeah. I think you, he has. To, I think he has, I, and he can't playoffs. be. He can't sneak in as a bottom seat. He's got it. I don't think so. The only reason. Look, I think he's winning games 37 Like winning these games for them. Then how can he not be? Because it's not like their defense is. Carrying not good. Him. Yeah. They're not good at all. I look, I I agree with that. I think he's a great quarterback. I'm not trying to take anything away from him. It's just that the history says, you know, like when's the last time a rookie has ever won MVP? It wasn't even a quarterback. And it, it was in nineteen fifty seven. There's a reason for that. You know what I, I mean? I feel like there's no strong front runner though. Like I, you can say Hurts, but he's playing hurt. Like he has not been like that great. I know, Gio but Hurts it's the year. fact it, I think I think the MVP, a lot of people consider record of the team. That's fair. And I think it's going to come down to Mahomes and Hurts because of the fact that I agree. They haven't had crazy statistical seasons. But when you look at the teams, you can say right now, like, you know, who are the front runners to win the Super Bowl? It's the Eagles and the Chiefs, right? Yeah. Like, that's pretty yeah, fair. That's fair. And so I think it's going to come down to both these. both of these teams have had brutal losses. And, like, that's the same with, you know, Tua, yeah. Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. All of these quarterbacks who are considered the top of the top have had terrible losses. I mean, you go back to Jalen Hurts and the Eagles against the Jets. They yeah. dropped that game. It's a brutal loss. Mm-hmm. The uh, Kansas City just dropped the game t- to the Broncos. It's yeah. a brutal loss for mm-hmm. them. Um, I think it's going to come down to whoever has less brutal losses. And, I mean, like, yeah, Jalen Hurts has not been crazy good this mm-hmm. year, but he's still been really good. And, again, I think it's going to come down to how many losses they have? One? The Eagles? Yeah. Have one loss? One loss. Right? One loss. Yeah. So, eight and one? yeah. so look, yes. I, yes. look yes. they have a great defense, obviously, and that's helping them win games. But they also, I mean, Jalen Hurts is a dog. Like, I just think it's his, this is his MVP to win right now. And I, I, although I do like C.J. Stroud, I just, I can't. I, it's it's just really hard for a rookie to win it, and maybe maybe he does deserve it. I can compromise and say like maybe he does deserve to be the MVP, but it's just it hasn't happened since 1957 for a reason, mm-hmm. and I, I'm not gonna I'm not betting on 2023 to change that. Mm. Sure. Real quick, if he wins the AFC South, Mahomes and Hurts are like still the top, and he like is clearly the like is clearly leads in touchdowns and yards. Do you still think he doesn't win it? I mean, what's he's the, the what's seed. he's the four he's seed? Because I'm uh, assuming if he wins the AFC South, the Jags have to lose. But this is the thing, right? Like five losses. That's the thing with the AFC South. It's the Jags, the Titans, yeah. the Colts, yeah, and the Texans. Tough. That's anybody's or I mean, the Jags. It's the Jags, Jags, Jags divisional Titans, lose. Colts, uh, Texans. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Like division sucks. Yeah, it's yeah, not good. Exactly. And like, I mean, you could. But I mean, you can say that, but then it hit their wins, like they beat the Bengals. No, they did. But who did they lose to? They lost. They had lost a brutal the loss too. They lost yeah, to the Panthers. Panthers. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, that's gonna that's gonna be heavily considered. Look, he's a great quarterback. He's definitely definitely could win the MVP um, in another season. I just think it's look. He's a rookie, and if he was having this season right now, and they had, and maybe they were. You know, instead of five and four, they're seven and two. Yeah. Uh, or they're even even six and three. Yeah. And they finish the season, and he's you know four seed. If he wasn't a rookie, I'd say you know what I think C.J. Stroud is probably the front runner. But there's a and there's also a reason he's not even listed for like top five. Is he? He's not even on on the odds. Um, it was. No, he's definitely on the odds. He's on. one, two, three, four. 
but he's sixth right yeah, now. Yeah, so he's like, not even he's Joe not even Burrow's top five. higher than him for some reason. But that's the thing; it's some reason. Like Burrow's yeah. not CJ Stroud's been better than Burrow this year. I I'm not I'm not arguing against that. I'm just saying there's a reason. Yeah. I think if you're looking for a long shot bet, I mean I don't think Stroud plus two thousand is like a bad long. No, shot. that's a great value yeah. play. It's yeah. a great yeah, value play. But bad. I just think. Again, it's just really hard for rookies to win the MVP, and yeah, I mean that's, that's just that's just my two cents on it. But I, I again, I think C.J. Stroud's an amazing talent, and he's going to have a lot of success in the NFL to come, especially if you know they can bolster up that defense, especially yeah. if that I division what stays. Situation is. I feel like who's Probably getting paid? Can't be a lot. Who's it getting paid on their team? I feel like nobody, right? They could sign like a huge free agent. Yeah, yeah they could. If someone comes open, like that's one of like the best situations in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Let me check. A really good trade. But uh, yeah. How do they have three thousand? That can't be right. We'll have to get back. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll get back. But uh, that's. I mean, look, CJ Stroud MVP. Not not this year for me, but in the future, I do. I mean, I. There is a chance. There's always a chance, right? Especially with the season he's having. But let's uh, let's move on. Dots locks, baby. Coming off a tough week. Coming off one and four last week. Listen, we're still we're still the most profitable. Hey, that's just the name of the game. Exactly. You know, you have your you have your bad weeks. You have your good weeks. And listen, over the history the history of dots locks this season, Mm. after a bad loss, we always go on winning streaks. We bounce back, baby. Exactly. Week two, the infamous zero and five, (laughs) the, the the week that started us off. Then we didn't lose a week till week seven. Week seven, we go two and three, you know, small small losses. And then we don't lose till last week, one and four. We're still up four units on the season. We're still profitable betters. And listen, we don't we don't stay away from the processes that got us here. Right. And the processes that got us here are the gross picks. I love picks. it. I love the it. Gross love the gross picks. picks. The, the signature gross pick was the only one, one last week. Browns plus <laughs> six. And we go ahead and fade them right again this week. We got Steelers plus four in Cleveland. It's a sell-high spot. Listen, this is the Browns coming off their best win of the season against um, against the Ravens. Maybe not the second, maybe not the best win. Second best win, 49ers, Ravens. You could debate all you want about which one's the best. And listen, I made these notes before Watson got injured, and now he's out for the season. So, I mean, uh. P.J. Walker, I'm not sure what the updated line is. Definitely should check that. But if the Steelers are underdogs, you're taking them. Like, 100%, you have to take the Steelers in this game. Cleveland as a home favorite since Stefanski took over. They're nine and thirteen. They do not cover as home favorites. And Pittsburgh is fourteen and nine against the spread as a road dog since twenty twenty. And since Tomlin took over, they're sixty percent. So it's not a fluke stat. And really, the run game of the Steelers is developing. It's evolving a lot. I mean, Najee and Jalen Warren, as much as fantasy owners hate Najee Harris, yeah. uh, him and Jalen Warren have done really well in this run game with the Steelers. And I mean, yeah. as much as Pickett has been not that good, if they can rely on the run game and really lean on them, I think this is a team that can actually be competent offensively, which mm-hmm. is really something I would not suspect myself to say a couple weeks ago about the Pittsburgh Steelers. But I think Steelers can easily win outright in Cleveland. I think plus four is a brutal line. Got Steelers plus four. Mm. Next one, we've got Miami minus eleven versus the Raiders. I think it's a tremendous, tremendous buy low spot on Miami. Coming off heartbreaking loss to Kansas City. You know, they had to drive to a fumbles the snap on fourth yeah. down. Yeah. Really tough loss for them. And I think Vegas has it's a great spell high sell high spot for them. I faded them last week, burned me. But I'm doing it again. They have arguably faced the two worst offenses in the NFL, the Giants and the Jets. Like those are not teams that you're mm. scared of. I feel like, and McDaniel is eight and two against the spread uh, as a home favorite, and I think the Dolphins. This is just like the Patriots game, in my opinion. The Patriots came off a great win. Dolphins came off a loss. 
They play Dolphins kill them. And I think this is an easy 21-point win for the Dolphins. And I think this is Raiders come back to earth, Dolphins back to where they should be. Especially with HM back. Oh, yeah, especially with HM back. I think Dolphins minus 11, tremendous pick. Last pick, we've got the Buccaneers plus 11 like versus it. San Francisco. Mm. This is classic look-ahead spot. San Francisco has Seattle next week. That game is for the NFC West title at this point. They, both teams have to win that one. And I think this type of game where the 49ers get a lead and just sit on it. Like, I think the under is also a great play in this game because I don't think the 49ers are going to keep, like, trying to score. They're just kind of run the clock out. And I think this could be an easy, like, 21-10 to 10 win. We, we, we win our bet with 21-10. to 10. I think that is so free. I think Todd Bowles, as a head coach, they're 4-2 and two against the spread as road dogs. And the Buccaneers, they need every game they can get in the AFC South, NFC South race. Mm. Everyone's dropping games. Buccaneers have need every single one they can get. The Saints keep losing. The Falcons keep losing. The Panthers are a joke. And I think the Buccaneers winning outright is not crazy in this spot. I think they definitely could. And I'll take the Buccaneers as road dogs as plus 11.5. Yeah, I think that's a that's a pretty safe one. I like that a lot. Um, so dots locks looking to uh, come looking back to big. Back on the right. What yeah, I say, yeah, what I say. You know, it's not about how hard you get about... hit. It's about how, how whatever it is. I don't even know <laughs> how hard. How, how you get I think I fumbled the quote. Uh, quote the last time, and dot went four and one or even five and zero. Oh. Did he go five and zero? Oh? No, no, no. Five, five and zero. Oh. If we go five and zero, oh, we'll we'll never hit the end of it. We'll, right. we'll never hit the end of five and zero. Oh. But uh, <laughs> look, now it's time it is. for everyone's. I mean, it's gotta, it's, it it's has to hit gotta one hit. Time. This was one it. time. This is it. And I think honestly, you know, we kind of came out and everyone was, you know, a little too high on Kev with his crystal ball yep. as he's dropping a little. You know, he's dropped two weeks in a row. Two I got the crystal ball in the sits, in not the picks. Uh, I mean, you had, you, you're coming off. You were the number. You were the only sold one lay in seven weeks. Yeah. Ben sells back to back. You know so what? I, right now, I mean, Dodd has sold. I gotta get back. Legs. You know what I think it is though. You haven't been tucking us in, so I think this you week you're going to have to tuck us in. Tuck you, you, you are in. most definitely tucking us in. All right, Di, you want to you wanna, yeah, yeah, wanna start, start me off? off? I'll start us off. I've got, I've got the Commanders minus 9.5. I can't believe yeah. the Giants are less than 10 points yeah, underdogs. Crazy. That's, I think that's pretty wild free. to me. This feels really square. Like This feels like the most yeah. public bet ever, but last week I had the Lions minus 3. It pushed, so you know, you know whatever. Not a winner, mm-hmm. but still, we go back to a very, very square play. You know what? We'll, we'll, we won't have a gross pick, but we'll have a pick that oh, should win. Like, do the Giants score 17 points? Mm-hmm. The Commanders have a gross defense, but do they get to 17? I don't, I don't think know. so. Tommy DeVito, is he <laughs> one of the worst quarterbacks in NFL history? Yes. Yeah, He's terrible. His passing line was 176, and he missed it by, like, 100 yards, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Shout out, Root. Yep, shout out, Andrew. Did uh, not take Tommy DeVito. Thank God. And, uh, yeah, I'll start it off. Commanders minus 9.5. I think this game is 17 nothing. I honestly think that's yeah, what yeah. the final score is. That could be. That's like, the, I mean, I like that. Um, all right, so we got Manders minus 9.5. And, mm. and, you know, I've been, I've been hot with the player props. You know? Oh, that is true. Back. Kareem Hunt, anytime touchdown score, yep. slaps. <laughs> Jamar Chase, everyone's like, oh, that no. That was a gross Oh, one. so, oh, <laughs> so, you know what? You can't, you can't take Jamar Chase. He's hurt. He's not going to do it. Yeah. No. You know what? He did. He put up over 100 yards, smashed his line, got, even got in for his score. Jamar's back, by the way, if you have him in fantasy. Oh, my God. He's back. But now I'm going with another guy that's, you know, just sitting on my bench. Great little piece that I scooped up off the waiver wire last good couple weeks bit. ago. Yeah, it's a good little bit. Good Noah bit. Brown. 
Ooh. Noah Brown, and I don't even know what his line is. I think his line for over under receiving yards was 41 and a half. It's 48. I don't that know. Sound, that sounds right. Guess. There's no way. I, it's no way. I mean, he had a big no, game last bad. week, but it can't be over 50. Yeah. And look, I understand, you know, the hesitation of betting his over. You got uh, Nico Collins, clearly wide receiver one. I mean, even though Tank Dell has, like, these crazy games, he's still kind of a wide receiver too. Yeah, yeah. And then you got Noah Brown. And look, you, you and you got yep. Dalton Schultz, and look, Texans. Who do we say they were playing? The playing the Jaguars. The Jaguars, right? And I said they give up. The Jags give up 266 yards per no, game. Play the Cards. Play the Cardinals. That's my, <laughs> I saw the Titans. Oh, they're playing play the, the Cardinals. Even better. Even better. Even better. That's, even better. So even better. at look, home too. At home, I can expect Noah Brown to drop easily. I mean, and the nice thing about Noah Brown too is he he only needs like three receptions to get over that line maybe, maybe two maybe one mm. uh he had i mean he had a crazy long touchdown last week or it maybe it was two weeks ago but you get my point noah brown lock it in it's gonna slap you gotta tell me on this one i've been hot kev Need tuck us, us in, in. i'll Kevin. tuck you guys in on sunday night Sweeney, oh please. sunday night sunday a little night. late night oh, tuck. a little prime time sweat you got vikings plus two and a half Ooh. i believe in josh right. dobbs and i do too love that justin, who doesn't justin jefferson coming back this week oh yeah baby. Oh, love that huge bolster for their offense and, and i mean like Kirk Cousins goes down, and Josh Dobbs come in. Like, obviously, he's a big hit for the team morale, but, like, mm. offensively, it looked like it hasn't really skipped a beat much. I no. I, I mean, think yeah. I think that team is think, rallying. Okay, around. Brennan, oh, yeah. your thing is, like, always, like, fading the hot team the next we week. We do always fade the hot the team. The Broncos, Absolutely. you know, they're That's true. I like it. I like it. Using Dobbs logic. Getting two and a half, I, I think they could win it. I love that. I love this lay. This is a great lay. Yeah. I think we got Dots pick is obviously going to slap. Obviously. We got... Kev going with the trend. Yep. I think I really like that. Rallying Being around Josh Dobbs. That. I think that could be the most publicly like bet play. The Broncos. Probably. Yeah. The Vikings. Yeah. They'll think, oh, they're Josh Dobbs. Oh, he's not that good. Exactly. Nah. And you we know, bet it on Josh. We yeah. bet on Josh we, Dobbs. Yeah. We love Josh Dobbs in this we pod. Do. And then we we're going to finish it up with a little Noah Brown. I mean, we don't have to worry about my line. That's going <laughs> to slap, especially if it's a player prop. But um, <laughs> that's your little three-legger of the week. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully we can be profitable. <laughs> profitable. Uh, we've been Listen, selling the bag a little bit. We'll but get one. We'll get one. becomes one and eight, baby. That's true. Not this to mention. Week. That is true. We love so. it. All right. Thanks for listening. As always, if you guys have anything to, you know, mention or help us get better, we'd appreciate the feedback on the Instagram, the Sports Analytics Club page, anything like that. Uh, or you could send us an email. Um, mm-hmm. Any So anything like that, this is uh, Three Man Weave signing off, and we'll see you next week. See ya. See ya.